Welcome to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. We hope you enjoyed the upcoming podcast and hope this time is empowering, inspiring, and helpful as you pursue the dream God has put in your heart. The participants of this podcast are not attorneys, and this recording is not to be considered legal advice. Please contact your local attorney's office where needed. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast in which we talk about topics that help churches and ministries protect what God has called them to lead. I'm your host, Marielle, and on today's episode, we will be speaking with Pastor Louis Vega and his team. Pastor Louis is the pastor of The Way Church Tampa and founder of The Way Christian Academy. So Pastor Louis, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Uh, thanks for having me. It's an honor. It's a privilege. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're so excited to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself uh, for our audience who, who may not know what you're doing. Um, what, are, what are you up to? Yeah, well, well, my name is Louis Vega, Louis Vega. They, my friends call me Louis. I am the pastor of Church of the Way in Tampa, Florida. I've been pastoring here for 13 years, and I founded a school from K to 12 called the Way Christian Academy. Uh, we started two years ago. We actually got our 501c3 through Star Church uh, back in, in 2015, I believe. We started in 2014, 2015, we were up and running, but I didn't hire a staff. I didn't have the right staff. I almost did, and then it didn't work out. And then uh, two years ago, a little bit, more than two years ago, I met the principal that would be the principal of the school. Her name is Sonia Anderson. And she came over with um, her colleague, uh, Dr. Lisa Cruz, and as an assistant principal. And so we started the school. Um, I have um, not too much education, but I have a social work degree. I have a master's degree in social work from New York University. And, and a uh, master's degree in theology from Southwestern. Um, and I love kids. I love troubled kids. I love challenges. And this school is right up that alley. Uh, the, every one of the staff members are, I call them super staff because they're, they're really good. Um, they just know how to, they don't just connect with the kids, which is why I love them so much, they connect with the families. So if they have to, con if they have to call a parent about something, it's not calling a stranger. It, it's somebody that they've already engaged and have established relationship. So that's that's in a nutshell where we're at. I've been pastoring here for 13 years. I've been in Tampa for 15 years. Prior to that, I was pastoring in New York, um, and then God just this was the journey. This is where He wanted me. Wow, that's incredible. So tell us a little bit more about how you got started with the Way Christian Academy. What was it that led to you deciding to start a school? Well, the, I, I, there's no other explanation except every single church in existence should have a school, period. Every church should have a school. And that was always in my heart. I just didn't know how to go about doing it. 
So I started renting out my facility to different schools. We've rented to about six schools. And I was like a hawk. You know what a hawk does? They just stay real high up in the air and they're looking. And they have those hawk eyes and they're just observing. And that's what I was doing. And I was learning. I was putting pieces together. And I, and I came to a conclusion. We can do this if I had the right staff. So administratively, I'm okay. But as far as running the school, God brought me the perfect staff. That's incredible. So from the time that you started, um, what, what has been happening with your school now? What is part of your mission and your vision? Um, tell us a little bit yeah. more about that. Our, our overall vision is the same exact vision as the church. We want to connect people to God, connect them to one another through social settings and groups and connect them to the community, which means the internal community servicing within the school and church and the external community, <clears throat> mowing someone's lawn, doing some grocery shopping. Eventually that's where we want to go because to me, the school is another branch, another ministry of the church, which means we have to obey the Great Commission, go therefore into all the world, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey. So our goal is discipleship with a caveat of academia so that they can go into the world and go into colleges, but not lose their faith and not lose their walk, understanding that if you're not in the light, you're in darkness. And so our goal is to keep kids, students in the light. So a lot of our listeners have either started a church, a ministry, or a nonprofit, or they're looking to do so. So I'm, I'm curious, what are some of the challenges that you've had to face and overcome, you know, when, when running with this vision of starting a, a Christian school? The, the main the main obstacle is always expenses. There's always something that's going to come up. So everybody that goes to work, at the end of that pay period, you want your check because you have car payments, you have student loans, you have rent or mortgage. So as a nonprofit organization, to me, my priority is can I take care of my staff? Because if I can take care of them, they're going to take care of us and they're going to take care of my students. They're not going to be coming to work with poor attitudes. They're not going to be sending resumes all over the place because they can't take this no more. So we've been open for two years. And if you speak to anybody that's worked in this school, they'll never tell you they missed a paycheck. Even when we first started, we couldn't afford it because we didn't know what we were doing. But I got a bunch of people together to donate money on a loan, and I was able to make payroll. <laughs> so the, the greatest challenge is make sure that you are financially situated so that you can take care of payroll, you can take care of the lights, the things that are needed, curriculum, and, and all of those different things. So to me, that's the biggest and greatest challenge. Of course, greater than that would be what is your purpose? Why do you want to do a school? And if your purpose is to make money, you're in the wrong business. You better go 
you better go open up a candy store or something because you're not going to make any money. But what you're going to do is you're going to invest in souls. And um, it, it's awesome, man. It, the reward is unbelievable. You know, so my advice would be don't try to do it alone. Bring people in your circuit or in your circle and make sure that you have accountability. Make sure that you have supervision. If you think you're a know-it-all, you, you don't know it all and you're going to run into problems. You know, I mean, some of the things that I'm learning just from my uh, teachers and uh, the principal, you know, Ms. Anderson and, and, and Ms. Cruz, some of the things I learned with them, I would have never been able to do this without them. And I'm not afraid to tell them. They're sitting right here and they're hearing me uh, because it's the truth, right? It, it, the Bible says you shall know the truth and it will make you free. So if a person wants to do something because of their ego, you're in the wrong business. If you want to do it because it's a mission and Christ is, in, is inspiring you to do it and he's empowering you to do it, then, then he'll equip you. Yes, that's so true and so encouraging to hear. So Pastor Louie, we would love to hear some praise reports, some testimonies of what God's been doing through the Way Christian Academy. So are there some that you'd like to share? Yeah, when we first started the school, it, we were more into the academics because we wanted to get started as a school. But I've always wanted a Christian school. And so these guys have a lot of experience. My teachers, um, the management team, they have a lot of experience with running schools. They can run schools. They, they, they didn't have a lot of experience with operating a Christian school as a discipleship program. That was a process. Great testimony. They're all plugged in. Two of the teachers winded up finding a place to worship, became part of the church. One of them came to our church. And so I've seen that miracle, um, getting the educators more in line with how can you disciple if you're not being discipled. And so that was a great uh, testimony. We've also seen a lot of the kids that you have to understand we have a lot of special needs kids and some of them have behavioral problems. Some of them, you know, have like attention deficit hyperactivity, but some have conduct dis disorder or uh, uh, diagnoses that have more to do with behavior and obedience. We've seen some miracles with these kids. Um, we've seen the, the staff doesn't, they don't fool around with the kids. They discipline correctly. They hug when they have to hug. They pray with them when they have to pray with them. They also discipline them. So we've seen tremendous change. And some kids just didn't match. And so we had to refer them out. And, and uh, they needed to go somewhere where there was more special specialized um, attention where they had the funding for counselors and we do have counselors here too uh, we have title one and you know which is state counselors that come in and help with some of the kids but when it comes to behavioral stuff that's more clinical we didn't have the resources for that i can do it but i'm too busy to open up a counseling office so we were able to match them in other places so we have seen tremendous miracles with uh, behavioral uh, modification and, 
uh, and taming down a little bit and better reports from their parents of what's going on. That's incredible and so um, wonderful to hear. <laughs> so um, for those who are looking to start you know, their own ministry, their own nonprofit, their own community development corporation, or maybe even someone's listening and they also have a dream in their heart to start a school, uh, what encouragement would you have for somebody uh, in that position that you were once in? It's so doable. The blessing for me and my church, Church of the Way, was us encountering Star Church because they're the ones that got us started with all of the legalities and all of the things that needed to be in place to make us a bona fide, certified ministry. We didn't want no problems with IRS. We didn't want no problems with the state of Florida. We didn't want no problems with the Department of Education. And so that was key, setting up the foundation. On top of that, you're gonna need, depending on the state, in the state of Florida, we have the, the um, we have scholarships, which are um, the tax credit scholarships, like Step Up for Students, uh, John McKay, AAA. If you don't know how to access that and you can't assist a parent in filling out the forms correctly, then you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem with your budget. And so my advice is first get somebody that can legally help legally help you and get a good foundation for what you want to do. Secondly, make sure you bring in the staff that knows what they're doing, knows how to do enrollment, knows how to engage these parents. You can't do it alone. You are not an island unto ourselves. Whoever has that vision and that dream, you better have a staff. A staff is, think of it, the illustration, it holds you up. A staff holds you up. If I need a staff to walk, that thing is holding me up. Well, if I need to walk in the ministry, I need a staff to hold me up, and I have them. They know how to do enrollments. They know how to do uh, verifications. They know how to do scholarships. They know how to engage parents, and they know how to educate. So get your resources. Don't let the cart go before the horse. Get all your re. Like I said, we were ready in 2015. We didn't start until 2019. Right, so that's when we actually implemented our first class. Why did it take so long? Because I wasn't gonna let the cart go before the horses. Once I got everybody in place, swallow my pride and be able to say, I can't do this, and I don't know how to do this, but I know folks that can. Now you become a team and, and God will see you through. So Pastor Louie, tell us what was behind your decision of deciding to use our bookkeeping services? The experience that I had with um, Star Church from the very beginning, um, every the process that they took me through, the professionalism, the knowledge base, the skill sets, I was very impressed with Star Church. Um, I didn't want to do bookkeeping. I wanted to do it ourselves. But my administrator winded up in a near fatal car accident. And he was out of commission for two years. At that point, I had to jump in and start taking care of the finances. And then I realized real quick, you are not an accountant, you're a pastor. And I almost destroyed it. So I reached out to Star Church and I said, hey, I need your help. And they came in and they cleaned everything up. And uh, not that anything was illegal or bad, it was just disorganized. 
And uh, you don't want a pastor doing bookkeeping. Stick to preaching, you know. But um, so that that's why I went back to start church. I re-engaged. I told them my problem. I met Angela. She took over, and uh, we've been we've been on top of it. She she's amazing. Star Church is amazing. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to steal Angela. Try to get her and her husband to move to Tampa, but she won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so glad that we could be a part of you know offering you guys service and just helping you fulfill what God's called you to lead. Because even as you said yourself, a lot of pastors are given the task of dealing with the books and finances and accounting, but that's not the area that God's called them to right. lead in. And so any way that we can help, you know, organizations like yours, just yeah. um, give that, take that load off so that you can yeah. focus on your mission of loving kids, loving people. Um, we're so happy to be able to help in that way. So great. Like any ministry expect the unexpected. Whenever things are going too smooth, you just got to, you, you always have to have something aside for those potholes in the road. And they will be there, guaranteed. It's not a bad thing. It can be an expensive thing. So you just have to make sure that, um, I mean, we've been so blessed. We've been, we've been so blessed. We have free lunch, free breakfast, free snacks after-school program, computer lab. We've been so, so blessed. But in and all, we never fall asleep. We always realize we always have to keep something because when something goes wrong, you got to be ready to uh, to address it. And, yeah, and Miss Anderson just reminded me, because one of our motto is stay in the light. If you're going to do anything, you cannot afford to take shortcuts you cannot afford to say nobody's looking. God is always looking. And he blesses us. We've been so blessed because one of the things that we've done from the very beginning is we've stayed in the light. No matter what. And we've even been robbed really bad, which I won't get into details. But because we're in the light, it was exposed before any damage could be done. And all that happened was we had to delay our first disbursement, which meant the teachers wouldn't get paid, but I collected the money and I got it together and we met payroll. And then we were super blessed because we didn't get hurt financially because we were in the light. And then we returned the favor to that ministry that was going to hurt us by blessing them. Um, and we just blessed their socks off. They couldn't believe that we were honoring the amount that we knew we owed them. And so we were able to send that to them, and, and he was shocked, you know. And I said, hey, man, we're in the light, you know, and, and we just want to move on and keep loving you and, and remain friends. But we just know we have to set boundaries. And so that's what I would say. Yeah, stay in the light. Stay in the light because that's where God is. Wow. That's an incredible testimony, an example of doing things the way that Jesus would do them, you know, bless yeah. those who curse you or who hurt you. Um, so thank you, Pastor Louie, for, for being such an example in that way. And thank you to your whole staff for what you're doing to really just transform kids' lives, their families' lives, and for setting them up for brighter futures. I, I know that it's making a huge difference. And like I said, the team thank here you. at Search Church is so glad to be a part of your journey. 
um, in what you're doing. And so um, for our listeners, where can we connect with what you're doing? Is there a website that we can go to? The Way Christian Academy on Facebook and then on Instagram. And Miss Cruz does a lot of the uh, uploading of the um, photos and what we're doing. And I would love to send, I think I did send pictures of some of the things that we've done and park that we did, the shed that we just built. Um, But yeah, you can get all of that. As far as the church is concerned, we're at uh, ctw1712.com. And uh, CTW is for the name of the church. Church of the Way, 1712 is our address. So ctw1712.com. I just want to thank you for being on the podcast today. And we look forward to seeing how God uses you in the future. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. If you have any questions about what you've heard today, please give us a call at 844-641-5718 or visit our website at startchurch.com. We hope you'll join us for the next episode of Start Church Beyond the Call. Start Church has helped thousands of churches and ministries protect what God has given them to lead. Check out our website at startchurch.com or feel free to call at 844-641-5718. We would be honored to serve you.